Hello and welcome to another episode on the Everyday Joy podcast. I'm your host, Joy Ravella. We are sitting at about 120-ish reviews and I gotta say, it's just so delightful to see a five-star review overall. Like, that's not easy to do and I want to stop and say thank you to everyone who's put through a written five-star review. It really, really does make a difference and it really helps the podcast grow and ultimately connecting more people to the love of Jesus, which is what we are all about. Let's get into today's Bible verse, which actually kind of echoes that sentiment. For everything we know about God's word is summed up in a single sentence, love others as you love yourself. That's from Galatians 5, 14, the message translation. I've got George Pink here in studio with me. George, so good to have you. Thank you, Joy. Always a pleasure. Now, today we're taking a look at Galatians 5.14, which is one of those uh, poster verses, the ones that you see a lot of, that you kind of know by heart, um, love others as you love yourself. And we did a similar episode back in episode seven, where we talked about John 3.16, a classic verse. And maybe you've heard this verse so many times, you're like, oh, what an overkill. What more is there? It's pretty self-explanatory. But stay with us, because I know that George is going to bring some great new, fresh insights to this one. So George, what is your first impression of this verse? My first impression is, phew, like sweet, the pressure's off because I don't know if you've noticed, but God's word is actually quite long. There's a lot in there. And specifically here, Paul is actually talking about the law, the the laws of the Torah and the Old Testament. And he's saying that all of that stuff can be summed up in a single sentence. Love others as you love yourself. So that's why I'm like, Phew, seems like quite a relief. I remember back at uni, one of my uh, lecturers said, if you can't sum up your entire essay in 10 words or less, you don't actually know what you're talking about. So I guess this verse is, yes, everything can be summed up in one sentence, which really it shows clarity. It shows that the whole Bible... And God's message, everything can be tied up, which is so good to know in those moments when you're trying to recollect something, when you're trying to make decisions, you're like, what do I do? You can just bring this verse to the forefront and help you make some decisions. George, is there any other biblical context that you've got around this verse to share? Yeah, I think the context is super important for this one, actually. Um, Probably the first thing to note is that this isn't original to Paul. He's quoting Jesus was actually quoting something in the book of Leviticus. But Paul's saying this because there is a big argument going on at the time. Paul has got some opponents who are saying that non-Jewish Christians need to keep all of the Jewish laws. And Paul's saying, no, no, they don't. And it's not that the law is bad. In fact, the laws are good. And that's why they can be summed up in that one sentence about love. But us humans aren't actually capable of keeping them, of, of obeying all the laws. But the good news is that Jesus has fulfilled the law on our behalf. So when these non-Jews are becoming Christians at the time of Paul, they don't actually need to observe all the laws of the Old Testament. And that's what Paul's trying to kind of get across in his letter to the Galatians. So that's a bit of the context behind this one. Mm, That's really good to know because it does add more gravity to the statement. It's not like a frilly, um, you know, love others as you love yourself kind of statement. It's really saying this is what Jesus came here to do, to accomplish. Um, And it's summing all of that up in some simple words and in the middle of, I suppose, a lot of conflict as well at that time. 
Yeah, absolutely. And that that context of conflict is really important to understanding this verse and the whole of Galatians, actually. And I will just quickly say, if you want to find out more about this, have a look at the summary of Galatians video from the Bible Projects on YouTube. Just search Bible Projects Galatians, you'll see it there. I watched it just before we recorded this episode, Joy, and it's been really helpful for me understanding it. So good. Now, thanks for that tip, George. Now, one of the things I love asking um, my podcast guests is, what does this verse tell you about who God is or what matters to him? It tells me that he understands humanity, that he gets us. He knows that we struggle to measure up and, and to fulfill the law, but he would do so on our behalf in the person of his son, Jesus. Tells me that about God, which I think is really significant. How has this verse, George, shown up in your own world? Well, I am very aware of my own shortcomings. I know that I do not always get things right and that I don't measure up. So I need to keep coming back to this idea, this idea that actually I don't need to tick every box and the pressure is off because of what Jesus has done for me. He has lived a sinless life and he has fulfilled the law on my behalf. And he's done that because he loves me. And because he loves me, I need to love others. For everything we know about God's word is summed up in a single sentence, love others as you love yourself. And so, Joy, you're asking how this verse plays out in my life. Really, it is my life. As a Christian, this is what my life is about. It's about receiving the love of God and passing it on to others through the way that I live. I just love the simplicity that George brought to today's conversation because it truly is that simple. We receive God's love. We fully just immerse ourselves in his forgiveness, his kindness, his goodness, his salvation. And then we step out into the world loving on others. Today's application is twofold. And so I'm talking to two different groups of people here. I just love how beautifully and succinctly George just summarized everything, the entire Christian walk. It's to receive God's love. It's to fully and wholeheartedly receive it. And then it's to love on others in the same way. Now today, you might be struggling with the first part of that. You're struggling to receive God's love. Can I encourage you as today's application to press into that, to take it to God, to say to him, I'm struggling to receive your love. I'm struggling to connect with you. I'd encourage you to do different things to reconnect in the same way when um, a relationship breakdown occurs with your peers or your spouse or your friends or your colleagues. You do things to bridge the gap. Maybe you initiate to spend more time together. Maybe you, um, I don't know, like go back through your memories and you read old messages and things. I'm not sure what it is, but there is this sense of, okay, if I'm feeling a disconnection, I've got a part to play as well. So maybe for you, today is being intentional about bridging that gap. And if there's pain involved, if talking to God and reconnecting with Him is painful for you, my encouragement to you would be this. Sometimes you don't have the words and sometimes you're not quite sure what's going to come out. So just sit in silence, maybe sit with some worship music, sit by the beach, sit somewhere where you feel calm and peaceful and just be in solitude with God. That's what I do sometimes when I struggle to connect with him. Now, maybe for you, you are all good in this department. You 
absolutely know and understand and just connect with God. You know that you are loved. And so maybe the second part of the verse applies to you today. That's where you can truly make this scripture come alive in your everyday. But I want to do a little spin on that. Often when we think about loving others, I think for me anyway, um, it's things like helping a stranger on the street. It's being kind to someone. It's all these like external ways of loving people who are like 10 steps away from me. But I want to encourage you today to love someone in your home or to love someone in your family. Now I know that just listening to that for you might have caused a bit of a reaction because family can sometimes be the hardest thing and those we are related to can sometimes be the hardest to love. And that's why I'm intentionally asking this of you today. Is there some way you can intentionally love on someone who you are related to or someone you consider family or someone you live with? Let's begin with charity in the home, as Mother Teresa says. And if you're stumped and you're not quite sure how or what to do, step number one, talk to God about it. Step number two, ask for help. I'm sure there's someone in your circle of friends that you can just spitball an idea with, or there's always good old Google. Bottom line is this, let's not shy away from today's application point. Let's love on people. Let's receive the love from God. Because at the core, that is what our Christian walk is. That is what it means to be a follower of Jesus. Galatians 5.14 For everything we know about God's word is summed up in a single sentence. Love others as you love yourself. That's an act of true freedom. Well, that wraps up today's episode on the Everyday Joy podcast. I look forward to catching up again tomorrow.